Hi friends, you're listening to Created Podcast, and we're your hosts, Amanda, Taffy, and Emily. Every week, we will take a deep dive into the topic of worth and identity, and how by discovering more of who God is, we can discover more of who we are created to be. No matter if you're a lifelong Christ follower, new to the faith, exploring, or skeptical, our hope as we tackle discussions around this topic is that you will find we are all not too different in our struggles. We believe there is hope, clarity, and confidence in understanding our worth and identity. Hello, Created Family. Welcome to another episode with myself, Emily, and we have a lovely guest called Daphne. I will explain more about her, but sadly today we do not have Amanda because it is her birthday. So by the time you listen to this episode, her birthday would have passed, but we just wanted to give a shout out and say happy birthday to Amanda. We love you. We are yes. very excited that you're not with us and you're celebrating your birthday. Um, but you know what? <laughs> Creative Podcast just needs to carry on. So we have been venturing into the names of God, and today we're going to focus on a name um, that our guest is. It's one of her favorites. But before we get into what that name is, I would love to introduce my dear friend, Daphne, Um, and she is with us today. I'm very excited because this woman really challenges me when it comes to the word of God, and I know that she is laughing because she thinks I'm actually joking. But I'm not, I'm not, because the way she loves the word of God and she just devours it. But then when she explains it, you get excited about it. So I hope that today as she is explaining the name of God that she has chosen, that you all would get excited. But we were, we were talking before and Emily was asking how I got to meet Daphne. And it's a very funny story because (laughs) when I first met Daphne, um, I was in YWAM and I would come home every two years, right? And um, Daphne, and every two years I'd come home, there would always be so many visitors at church. So my heart is always like, who are you? You're new. I want to get to know everybody. So in the midst of getting to know everyone, Daphne will always pop up. Like she would, she, I don't even know if you introduce yourself, but you know, Daphne, if you ever meet her, <laughs> when you first meet her, you think, <laughs> oh my goodness, this girl does not want to be your friend, but she is the best person. And when she's decided to be your friend, well, game over. Anyway, so I come home, I meet her and I say hi. And then she's so randomly that every time I come home, she always pops up in my pictures of friends um, of my time that I spent at home. But this time I came home and I didn't know that I was going to be home for a little bit longer than expected. Um, And basically we just started hanging out with a group Actually, I just picked out all the young adults in the church and I was like, what is happening with all the young adults? What do you guys do for fun? Let's do stuff. And then we started going out for breakfast. And back then, Daphne was a student. A lot of people didn't have jobs and it just became a thing. That's what we did. We would just go out for breakfast every week and would have chats and encourage each other. And Daphne then decided, oh, Taffy, would you mentor me? And I rejected her. (laughs) I'm not a bad person, I promise. (laughs) Taffy (laughs) because I was like why like I I was like I'm not I can't invest that time because I don't know any day I could leave like that's very irresponsible but um I guess I should just (laughs) swiftly pass it on to Daphne I I did end up you know 
mentoring her and walking with her and now we're very good friends and um she's the reason why I stayed for a very no actually God is the reason <laughs> but she really prayed that I would keep staying every month she would be praying that I'll stay a little bit longer but I'm gonna hand it over to Daphne and I guess she can explain how we became friends and also explain a bit about herself like who she is what her age is and where she's from thank you very much um hi created family uh, my name is Daphne and I am Tuffy's friend. <laughs> I am uh, 26 years old, I'm currently living in the UK, but I'm originally from Uganda. So I've been here like eight years. Yeah. Yeah, I think eight years now. So very excited <laughs> journey that I've had. Um, and yeah, I think what Tuffy has said, I... I just wanted to be her friend, but then I also didn't know how to approach her. Like, I'd be like, hey, can I be your friend? I, I don't think I'm that person. So I just existed in her Life. presence. I was just there. <laughs> I was like, okay, she's here. I'm just going to go and stand next to her and be in the conversations. And then eventually we shall become friends. And we lo do. and behold, here we are. <laughs> Aww, I love it. Friends, so yeah. <laughs> you see, I, I wasn't telling lies. You know, people would think that I was telling lies and going, she just existed. She was just there. Um, but Aww. we need to move on swiftly because we're here about the names of God. So um, we're, well, I'm just going to hand it over back to Daphne. Explain to us, what is your favorite name of God and why? Okay, so um, when Taffy asked, um what is my favorite name of God? I was like, well, all of them, they're all good. But I think the one that I have resonated with the most is um, the Lord is my helper. Um, so Jehovah Ebenezer or El Ezer. And yeah, just to mean that God is my helper, like he has helped me in every season of my life. And I feel like, you know, every day we need his help. So seeing promises in the Bible where God is personally telling me that he wants to help me and he is my helper and he's sending the Holy Spirit to be my helper. It's just like, well, wow. I can't deny it. Can't you? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that you're doing this injustice. You you broke it down very nicely. So I am. Um, why don't you break it down to us, like the name and how it originated and yeah, why is it there in the Bible? Okay. So um, help help or helper is first mentioned in the book of Genesis. And that is in relation to a woman. But in terms of where um, it's first mentioned about God, I think it's like in Deuteronomy. And God was telling the Israelites, you know, like he wants to help them, but they are going to Egypt and the other nations around them to um, get help from them. And so God was like really like sad and angry that they weren't coming to him. But in terms of like where I guess I um, associate the name with, it's uh, Moses's son. So Moses named his son Eliezer. Um, in Exodus 18, 2 to 4. And his thought process when he was naming his second son was, you know, God has helped me uh, from the hand of um, Pharaoh. So he was looking back to that time where he murdered um, an Egyptian and he thought nobody had seen. And then he later realized that actually um, 
people had seen him do that and so he ran away and now he had come to the wilderness you know a lot had happened he had gotten a wife he has a child and as he's naming his child he's remembering and saying you know what i'm going to call you eliza in remembrance of how god helped me from the hand of of pharaoh and i think many times in the moment we may not um experience god's help like we don't we can't see you can't feel it but actually when you look back and reflect like moses we can confidently say actually god helped me like if it wasn't for his help i would not have gone through that because you see you look in yourself and you see your insufficiency or you see that you can't you, there is nothing in you that can enable you to come out of a situation so like moses he couldn't fight pharaoh like pharaoh was like the king <laughs> you know he had all the horses and chariots you can ever imagine but actually he was able to run away and be hidden by god mm-hmm. like sometimes i think about it i'm like where is that that moses hid that pharaoh could not reach you know but mm-hmm. actually if god has his hand on you if god is helping you then okay. you will not be found <laughs> and that's what happened yeah. to moses and you know he named his son Eliza and i guess that's where jehovah my helper comes from then jehovah ebenezer um that is mentioned in first uh, samuel 7 and um the context of that story was the israelites had um sinned against god they had gone back to their idols you know they were doing the most as we all do but then the Philistines came and no, then Samuel came and was like, you know, telling them, return to God, you know, God is calling you back, repent. And they repented and they were so like, you know, heartbroken and things like that. And they turned back to God. And then in that time, the Philistines were like, oh, this is a good time to attack the Israelites because, you know, we can take their land, can't we? So they attacked the Israelites. And prior to that, so this is in First Samuel 7. Prior to that time, in First Samuel 4, this incident had happened and the Philistines had literally, like, killed the Israelites. They had won. They had taken over. And so the Israelites had that fear of, oh, we've, we've had this battle before, you know, two chapters ago. Of course, in the Bible, it's not two chapters ago, but, like, <laughs> a few <laughs> times ago. Um, um, and we lost, you know, we even asked nations to come, like the surrounding nations to come and help us. We, we borrowed their horses, we borrowed their chariots, and we still lost. So, you know, the confidence mm. to go into battle again was really not there. So they asked Samuel to pray that God would help them. And lo and behold, the Bible says that God sent thunder and the Philistines like were, went into a panic. And then the Israelites were able to defeat them. And so Samuel put a stone in remembrance of what the Lord had done. And the stone, he put the stone and called it uh, Ebenezer, so stone of help. And he mentioned that, you know, God has helped us thus far. And I guess mm-hmm. that's where Ebenezer comes from. It was that point where they realized that in this same place, a couple of either months ago or years ago, we had the battle. But because we were trusting in man and we're trusting in, you know, what we had, mm-hmm. our manpower we were defeated but this time we decided to call upon the help of god and god answered 
So God has helped us mm. this far. So then, yeah, that's where the whole Ebenezer comes from. See, I told you guys, I told you. There is so much <laughs> that we can be thinking about. But I, I, I would love for us to go back to um, Eliza, Eliza, um, where it's like God is my helper. But when Moses, um, when Moses focuses on naming his child that, and you said something that was so good. You said, you know, a lot of the times, we don't see God being our helper at that moment. Mm -hmm. We see him at a place of reflection. And, and like, and this is the two stories because Eliza, you see God in the reflection of being your helper. Ebenezer, you see God being your helper there and then, and you do something about it and say, God, you helped us. We would not have been able to overcome this. And it's like that stone of remembrance. And I just really believe that even as people are listening today, People have experienced Eliezer, but but we also need to shift and experience God Ebenezer in that moment to be like, Lord, I want to be so aware when you come into my mm -hmm. situation and you are my helper and I see the hand of God on the hand of God on my life. And I'll, I will call Ebenezer in that moment because I, I think that sometimes we can be so consumed as Christians or even as believers, or even just as people that we are in remembrance of the help after it has happened, like, way, 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 decades mm -hmm. later. We then go, oh, yeah, remember that time when God really came into my situation? But actually what happens when we're like, God Ebenezer right now? Right now, mm -hmm. I know that God is my helper. Right now, I am mm -hmm. seeing the hand of God happening. And so I just, yeah, I just wanted to tap into that because I thought it was just such a good point of like, yeah, actually, yeah. when we think of God, the helper, a lot of the times we're thinking of the things that he has done, but actually, are we so aware of what he is doing in the now? And we call God Ebenezer yeah. in now. Yeah. And I think that how we do that, like, how do you do that? I think would be a question or how do I make that, you know, a constant in my life or how does it become like an easy thing for me to think about? And I think it kind of goes, with just our whole study of the names of God in general of we have to know God and spend mm -hmm. time with him daily. You know, like these are the ways that that becomes easier for us to see God in the midst of the trial or the midst of, you know, whatever we're going through that we need the Lord's help. If we're not spending time with him daily and we're not walking with him as Moses did, as Samuel did, like these men were so devoted to the Lord, even in the midst of their I mean, they sinned just like us, but they were so devoted to the Lord that they, you know, Samuel was able to see like we, even Moses, there were times in his journey that he could see the Lord helping him in the midst of the heart, in the midst of the tragedy. So I think that, that this is how we can see the Lord as our helper in the midst of those hard, hard times. Um, Daphne, do you have like, is there a season of life for you or like a specific time that this was extra, like the Lord just kind of pressed this on your heart or anything like that? Um, I think a specific moment that I can like bring to remembrance is the time when I was looking for, like I was looking forward to going to university. So I came from Uganda, you know, excited fresh out of secondary school and I had done my A-levels um, and I thought, you know, when I come, I'm going to go to university, you know, a few months, I'm going to be there. 
unfortunately it doesn't work like that here so (laughs) so i had to like find um finance to be able to go to university and because i hadn't been here a long time i wasn't eligible to get the finance that was that everyone else was getting so i was told you know if you stay here three years you will be able to actually, you know, get the finance. I was like, oh, okay, three years, it'll go by. It's okay. <laughs> like, I was like, God help me keep, you know, wanting this desire mm. to go to university because a lot can happen in three years and, you know, you just do other things. So I was like, no, I really want to go to university. So God keep that desire in me. Anyway, so I had things to do, like God really gave me stuff to do throughout the three years. And then after the three years, I'm like, okay, we're here. I have a place at university. Um, you know, I've made my application. I've been accepted. I've done the interviews. All that is left is the finance. So I've made the application for the finance. And I think you have to make it like two months before you start, before the start date of university. And I had done it. I had applied. I was very confident. I'm like, you know, three years I've passed. I've been here. I've done everything they've told me to do. And in September, when we're all meant to start, I get a rejection letter. And they're like, no, mm. you're not eligible. And I'm like, huh? What do you mean? <laughs> I'm not eligible for finance. You people said if I stay here, da, 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 all of those things. And I was like, oh, I wasn't happy. Um, yeah. And I remember during that time, my mom was all over the place. She was like calling everyone she knew. She was trying to like get advice. Like, you know, what do we do? What do we say? Everyone was advising Oh. You need to call them again. You need to speak to your MP. You need to do this and the other. And mm. I'm like, mm, I don't want to do that. Like I had no peace when it came to seeking help from other people because I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know what they can add. Like it's clearly written mm. that I'm not eligible, you know, <laughs> like we've checked it. I've called these people and they've explained to me. It doesn't make sense what they're saying, but I can see where they're coming from. Anyway, so I remember mm. sitting down, like on one just day, I was, like, I was like, God, I really, really want to go to university. But like most of the people that I know now are graduating and I'm here. I don't even have any, like I don't know what I'm going to do. And I just felt like God was saying, call them again. So call the finance people again. And I'm like, to say what? I've just called them. I had just called them that morning to explain to me exactly um. what I need to do to become eligible like why you know why have you guys rejected me and they had explained it and I was like huh it doesn't make sense but anyway so I felt God saying call again I was like okay well there's nothing to lose right so I called again (laughs) I called again and this person that actually picked up was very like positive they were like I explained the story to them and they were like oh you should be eligible like yeah I'm gonna send you the forms that you need fill them in and you know it should be fine I was like really like I just called earlier today and somebody told me the opposite they were like no 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 I'm gonna send them don't worry so they sent the forms in two days and I filled out the forms they weren't any different from what I had filled in earlier so really I was like good if you don't come through nothing is happening we're gonna stay here (laughs) um anyway I filled in the forms and then I sent them now I had the option of do I email the university and say, oh, I'm still waiting for, I've been rejected, but I'm still waiting for um, a, uh, a response from student finance. Um, should I wait? Before, should I go for classes? Because classes had started, you know, and I don't know. They tell you wait six months. 
if I'm to wait six months, that means I've missed majority of the first year. So I may as well just wait to the following year. But if I go with, you know, the expectation that it's going to be a positive response, mm. then if it comes through, I would have done like majority of the year. So it would just be like, oh, yeah, pay and then let's continue. So that's what I chose. I decided <laughs> to actually go to uni without knowing whether <laughs> whether they were going to give me finance or not. Um, and I remember I went, so that was like October now. So I went October, November. And then in December, we had like an exam to do. And I remember the person I was sat next to, they were like an international student. Wait, hold up. So all this time, all those months, you're going to university for free. Like nothing, nothing, nothing has nothing, been paid. Nothing has been paid. <laughs> nothing has been paid. Um, I had said, yeah, I'm waiting for a response from student finance. Yeah, that's my response. So and they can't, they can't say leave because I have no response and I've made my application. So I remember mm. we had this exam before the first semester ends. And my neighbor was an international student. So she came before me and I found her there and she was trying to like log into her, her module student portal and they had blocked her out. And I was like, oh, <laughs> what's, what's wrong? And I had someone like mentioned to her, oh, you have outstanding fees. So you can't see the exam. No. I was like... <laughs> I was like, oh my days, I'm going to log into this and it's also going to kick me <laughs> But oh, no. I was like, God, you need to help me. I don't know what I'm going to do. But anyway, I logged in. I was just like, no, 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 it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. You know, God is, mm -hmm. God is here. God has got this. Um, so I logged in and it worked. I was like, okay. So I sent my exam, did it, and then left. And then, Still like, no answer from finances. No. And I think, like, two days or three days later, then I got the email to say that I had been, they had accepted to give me the student finance. Wow. And I was like, God, you're so good. And for me, that was like mm. such a wow moment for me because I hadn't asked anyone for help. Like, it had mm -hmm. to be good. I had gone through the same process and gotten a rejection and did it again, but this time with God at the center of it, like really acknowledging mm. God that God, if you if you don't come through, if you don't help me, there is nothing that's gonna be done. So I'm I'm trusting you and I'm depending on you. And I think when I was even reflecting on this story, it reminded me of the whole Ebenezer, mm -hmm. the fact that in that same place in chapter four, mm -hmm. First Samuel four, they had had the same battle but gotten defeated. Wow, true. Mm. But now in chapter seven they called on the help of God mm -hmm. and had the same battle with the same people. And this time God came through for them. So for me, it felt like mm -hmm. that, that because I asked God to help me and then I was obedient to what he told me mm -hmm. to do, he helped me. And this time mm -hmm. the, the, the application was a success. So I was like, yeah, <laughs> God is my helper. <laughs> oh, I love it. That, that was you. And like, that's such a good. Go for it, Anne. No, go. No, 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 go. <laughs> that that was like you, like putting your stones of remembrance of going like, oh my goodness, in this moment, at this time, God was mm -hmm. my helper and he came through for me. And I just, <laughs> I'm like, girl, girl, that takes like a some serious faith in that. Like, yeah. who just goes by faith, I'm going to go and do three months of university by faith. I'm going to write an exam. Like, you, you need to understand, like, I, I am not a scholar. And like school was just tough. So that kind mm. of level of faith 
I'm like, man, it's just got to be Jesus. You know, <laughs> who sits for an exam to only think that I could sit for this exam and then afterwards I could be told, no, nope, you get you're kicked out and it's not going to count for your grades or anything. Like, because to them, it's like you haven't paid for anything. So you just studied for nothing <laughs> but but it's just it's just amazing oh, how even it. as you've like explained your story it's continuous of communication with God continuous of going yeah. I called unto the Lord and he came and he mm -hmm. was my helper so I yeah. yeah it was very funny but I still <laughs> see like those those little threads of like God was in it God was in it all the way but yeah Em you were about to say something <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah. Kind of along the lines of what you were just saying, Taff, about walking by faith. I think it reminds me of Second Corinthians 5, 7 says, walk by faith and not by sight. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is such a good example of that. And I think so often we are like, we have an encouragement from the Lord like that. Like you knew, like I'm supposed to recall them. I need, I just did this, but now, you know, the answer is different. So I'm going to walk in faith that like this is really word from the Lord that like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I think that oftentimes like we get a little bit paralyzed thinking like it needs to be like the perfect scenario and I'm not going to move until like literally God pushes me and I'm like falling over or whatever. You know what I mean? Like and I think that that is where our faith and our walk with Christ has to be. Yeah. the most important and firm thing because the Lord doesn't always give us exactly what we're looking for right away, but that mm -hmm. doesn't mean that we don't have enough to walk in what we know is mm -hmm. he's set before us. And I think that for you, because it was something that you desired so much and that you would come to this new country and you were looking forward to like this experience of university and what it was going to give you at the end, like, to have that faith and trust in Christ to be able to be like, I don't know what's going to happen at the end of this. I don't know if he is going to answer like this for me, but I'm going to continue to walk it out because he has shown that he is my helper, that mm -hmm. he does come through. I think just shows such a level of, of faith and encouragement to me too, of just like, sometimes we're not going to have all the answers. Sometimes like we, were, we are in the middle of the battle with the Lord or we're in the middle of whatever it is, but continuing to walk out in faith that he is walking with us. And maybe you didn't get the money. Maybe that didn't happen. Maybe that wasn't the end of the story for you. But like just having that faith to know, like, I'm going to walk this out and I know the Lord will direct my steps. I know that he is going to continue to help me through this because he has always been there and always will be. And I just think that that's just a sweet reminder to all of us that we like we have to walk things out in faith and like also know that God is our helper and he will be there. He's not going to leave us stranded. You know, like I think often we think like I'm going to get somewhere and then God's just going to leave me stranded there and I'm going to be <laughs> stuck. But he's never done that. Like he's never yeah, he, he, ne he didn't leave the Israelites so to wander like mm. he has been there for all of us. And I think kind of going back to your point too about like in Taff what you said about reflecting mm. on how God has helped us and like mm. even I try and think talk about this with my kids like if we can just think about things that we're thankful for and that we've seen God done like do in our lives like that will show us you know how much we have or 
that's kind of more talking to them about like being grateful for stuff. But just in that same way as like adults, yeah. if yeah. we can see all the ways God has helped us, mm. you know, I think that also grows our faith and shows us like God is so much bigger and better than yeah. like our little finite minds can even imagine. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think our listeners would love to know, like this is going to embarrass Daphne because she doesn't like this, but <laughs> Daphne graduated last year i know she's like her mouth is open so you guys get to hear the story from the beginning right like how she was on the struggle bus like she had to fight for this position but let me tell you what my friend did let me tell you this is when you know god's hand is upon it so she Mm. went and graduated but she didn't graduate like any normal student she graduated can you tell us how did you graduate what was your score Oh my goodness. What was my I don't know what my score was. No, but would you on the Okay, so backstory. Um when I was in <laughs> Uganda in secondary school, I was a hard worker. Mm-hmm. Like I was that girl that would study till kingdom come because I want to pass my exams. But the the effort and the results were not correlating they were not matching because I would still not fail (laughs) but I used to be average you know I used not to top my class I was just average like yeah so and you need to understand (laughs) for a lot of people you're thinking average well that's great you're not failing for an African average is not acceptable like average is like you failed um because your parents want you to be the best especially when it comes to like education (laughs) so you need to understand like the Lord, we thank the Lord for 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 His grace and for saving us because we've had to reconfigure our minds in that because to us, being the best and being on top of the list in education is like you've arrived, like you you have you have won the goal of life, you know, because you were at the top um, education wise. So so yeah, yeah. So you need to understand why she's saying what she's saying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so when I came here, I. I I thought the same. So I was like, you know what? I'll add in, I'll put in the effort. And also the fact that I was coming from um, a different like system of education. So the things that are taught here are not very similar to what we're taught back home. So there were things that I just had to learn on the go at university, like writing my dissertation, writing essays, all those things. Like I didn't learn them in secondary school. So I just had to like learn them as I went. But anyway, so I think first year, I did my first year, you know, did like normal study, do your exams, turn up, you know. And at my university, they don't tell you your, they tell you your results, but they don't tell you your results in comparison to other people. It's only if you're the top, like the top, I guess, top in a, a module or top of the class that you'll be told. So I remember first year, it's not counted. So nothing really happens. And then second year, I did the same. And then I get this email to be like, oh, the, the, the board of examiners sat down and would want to award you with the Day-Lewis Prize for Excellence because you were the top scoring student for, that's my second year. I was like, oh, really? <laughs> Look at how okay. relaxed she is. Like, <laughs> I didn't know that. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So they give you like a book or something. Um, so yeah, that was second year. And then it happened again in third year. And I was like, oh. Okay. And mind you, I'm not doing, I I didn't feel like I was doing anything. Mm -hmm. I was doing the same things I was doing back at home. Mm -hmm. So I, every time I would get the email, I would be shocked because I'm like, 
oh really like me <laughs> i topped my class okay and then for graduation because you're graduating they really make it like such a big thing and they like call you up and award you your, your, your certificate like in front of everyone and kind of mention your name and the, and what you've got so the De Lewis prize for I think excellence yeah that's the award so I got it for the three years that I was at uni mm-hmm. but I honestly I look back and I I think it's God it has to be God because the people we have like small groups in church mm-hmm. and every time I would go to my small group with when I'm having an exam I'm like people need to pray for me I'm so nervous I feel like I haven't read anything all of those things because I would genuinely feel so nervous and feel like I don't know what I'm going to write I don't know like my dissertation like other people were enjoying writing essays and I'm here like God how do I even do critical analysis what is that (laughs) and I'm like I need you to help me and I think every time because that's the faith when you're walking in the in the process when you're in the process of the mm-hmm. thing you just have to walk by faith and believe that god as i'm calling upon you you are helping me because it's, it's not I'm like a wind that is going to blow that then you're going to be like yeah god's help is here no you just have to believe and be like you know what god you have said you're my ever uh, present help in time of trouble i am in trouble right now i feel i'm in distress please help me and then you keep doing what you've been doing and you keep listening and just being obedient to what he's saying to do. And sometimes he won't say anything and you just have to keep doing what you know is right. And I feel like for me, that was like my journey mm-hmm. in uni. So every time I would get the award, I would get shocked. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like in that, the reason why I wanted her to share it is because like we never know the story that God is writing. Like when he when he has placed something on our hearts and he um, and he gives us something to fight for. Like, like literally Daphne had the conviction. I am going to university. So like some of you may be listening and be like, yeah, university isn't my thing. Why is she making such a big deal? But that was her conviction. That was the call of God on her life for that season. Some of you may have that one thing that is on your heart and you're going, Everything else in my pathway is telling me this is impossible, but there is something that is inside of me that is ringing and just going, this is it. This is the thing I am supposed to fight for. This is the thing that I'm running for. So, you know, her sharing that story, yes, hindsight is a beautiful thing. And, you know, she ended up on the, on, mm-hmm. on the Dean's list. Like for some of you, you might be like, what, what is that name that she was saying? Basically, it's like being on top of the Dean's list in university is, ba- is, is what it was. And um, mm-hmm. so it was just one of those testaments of the goodness of God in that. And um, Daphne, I know you've touched a bit about that, but as we're as we're closing, um, I would love for you to just share how has um, Jehovah Ebenezer really impacted your identity? Like how how has that made an impact on who God has called you to be? Yeah, um, I think for myself, it has helped me have the confidence to say yes to what God has given me opportunity to do so i i struggle with what's the thing inferiority complex so i feel (laughs) i feel like i'm weak at everything like i feel like i can't do Mm. anything but it's just a mindset but it's real because then that um hinders me from saying yes to a lot of things it hinders me from um trying out new things because if i if i don't have like 
99.9% guarantee that I can succeed. (laughs) I'm not trying it. And I think coming to understand that God is my helper has helped me have that confidence Mm -hmm. to step out and be like, I may not know what I'm going to say. I mean, Tuffy asked me to speak on this podcast and (laughs) I didn't know. I was like, oh, I've never spoken on a podcast before. I don't know. What if I start to, I have all 1 million excuses that Tuffy has had. So I'm sure she's used to it. (laughs) But, (laughs) But I was like, I will say yes, because I am believing that God would give me the words to say. I am believing that, you know, the nerves and the stuttering, like God is with me and when you have that confidence then you're able to step out and God always shows up like that's what he has promised and I think it says it so beautifully in Hebrews 13 4 where he talks about that you know the Lord will never leave you nor forsake you so we can confidently say that the Lord is my helper we know what can man do to me or what you know like Mm -hmm. what shall I fear and it's that confidence that actually when for me, when I experience a fear and anxiety or something that I am very aware of my weakness, because I know that God has promised that he's with me in that situation, he's with me in the process, mm. and he has said that I can boldly say that he will help me, then it gives me the confidence to step out and to walk with him in that journey and not put so much pressure on myself to be perfect or to have it all together and give him room to fill those places that actually I just don't know you know I I, I don't know what I'm gonna say I don't know if it's gonna work out but God has got this like he's got me and he helps me and it's also interesting that that's the whole essence of the Holy Spirit he is our helper and he lives inside of us you know the Bible says that he guides us into all truth he like he helps us he's our counselor he's all these things but we have to believe that he is those things and give him the room to be. And it's Mm. only when you're in situations where you realize that you cannot do something Mm. that then you will call upon the help of God. And in those moments, he will show up because when you acknowledge him, he comes like, yeah, he has promised and he does. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. I kind of want to go back to, to just really quick before we close. I think that this season of life for a lot of people, like waiting for college, going to college, this whole process is oftentimes one of the hardest for a lot of people because it brings about, I mean, you start the process when you're so young and then maybe it's not going like it was supposed to for like for you. And I think I just like want to acknowledge parts of your story just really quick that like it was a three-year waiting stint mm, for you to even get in. Mm-hmm. And then it was, you know, all the hard work and everything to get through it. So by the time, how long was it for you to complete university? How many years? Four years. Four years. So that's seven years for you to, like, get from where you were like, I'm going to go to university, I'm going to start it, and then to complete, mm-hmm. to to see it to completion. And I think that at this stage in life when we are young and we are waiting on the Lord, whether we're young or older. I mean, I even feel like there's times in my life where I'm like, okay, I'm still waiting. And it's been two months. And it's like, Em, it's been two months. (laughs) I need to wait a little longer. But just to see the faithfulness of God in that, I think is something just to, just to point out also, and hopefully encourage other young adults and people in this phase of life. I think we often see people 
in the next stage. We've seen, a, even heard a story like yours, like, oh, she's at the end and look at all that she's mm-hmm. done. And kind of going back to the beginning of what we talked about of we don't always see it in the moment. Mm. But I think one of the things that's sweet about the Lord is like he's given us so many stories and so many like we have the word of God to remind us daily that even if our story isn't looking exactly where we want it to be, when we want it to be Mm. there, that God has been so faithful to so many and to those he loves that he will complete a good work in us. Mm. And I think that just this college age, I mean, I remember being there, like just wanting to be at the next thing or having to wait for something or whatever. And you, you see all these older people and where they are in their lives. And you're like, I just want to be there. Mm. Um, But just to encourage anybody in college or even high school, like those ages where you're just kind of waiting for life to start, or you think that when you have, you know, for you, like when I get to go to university, then, you know, that's Mm. the that's the goal, you know, and I'm sure you had struggles along the way and things where you were like, this is actually not all I thought it was going to be. Like we all do when we finally get to where we think we want to be. But yeah, just to like encourage anyone listening that is in that season of like the waiting Mm -hmm. or the hoping to be at the next place Mm -hmm. um, that God is, that God is faithful in it. And I think the sweet thing is we can always like we said, look back and see all that God has taught us, but just challenge people to look in the moment and see what God is teaching you then. Mm -hmm. And maybe it is just to trust him in the waiting and to know like he is our helper and Mm -hmm. he will get us through. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I just wanted to add that in before we, before we close, but Davin, you have been such a wonderful, wonderful guest (laughs) to us today. And I'm so grateful we got to hear your heart and just the amazing woman that God has made you to be. And I love that you went from just the girl showing up to like now the girl that Taffy's like, you need to be on our podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> you made it. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love it. Taffy, did you, did you want to say anything? <laughs> I hope people don't end up like stalking me or anything. <laughs> like, Let's talk to Afi <laughs> and then we'll be her friend. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm just joking. Um, but it, oh, Daphne, it has been such a joy to have you. And I know, like, I really have to say, like, another story. I feel like we have stories for days, but this is just one small one before we, we actually wrap up. Um, the way that I asked Daphne to be on the podcast, because I know her. I know her. She was going to give me 5,000 million excuses of why it couldn't be. But I really felt like, man, I feel like she needs to be on the podcast. Anyway, so we're at Connect Group, like our small group. And I, we had just had our meeting. And then, like, I... I think when we had the meeting and we were thinking about people to come on season four and I put out a name, I actually put out just one name and I was like, what? Anyway, so we're sitting in connect group and this is before we start. And, um, and I'm like, Oh, these two girls, they love God and they love the word. And I bet you, if I said, what is your favorite name of God? They would like, give me the name, like the Hebrew name. They won't just be like, Oh God, I love you. Like God is love. No, they would be like, pick like, god ebenezer or nisi or all those you know those hebrew words anyway so so i'm like daphine what is your favorite name of god like i know you you're gonna have so many she's like oh i have so many i said yeah just pick one like what is your favorite name and then she's like oh i think it's like 
God, Ebenezer. And I was like, why would it be that? You know, because I had to make it be like a conversation. Because if I told her you're coming on the podcast to speak about a name of God, she'd be like, no, never. Like, oh my goodness, that's so complicated. Like, I know that a lot of you have listened and you're like, oh my gosh, what gem? Like, I want to read the Bible. I want to get to know who Ebenezer is. Anyway, so she finishes this whole spiel, right? And I go, oh, would you like to be on our podcast? You know, I'd love for you to pray about it. But I was like, she doesn't really have a a choice because this is her yes, yeah, where she's actually saying yes to things and not no to things. So I was like, Daphne, it'll be lovely for you to be on our podcast. And she was like, her immediate reaction was no, never, no ways. Uh, I have nothing to say. I said, you've just said, you've just said what you would speak on the podcast. So you would say that I set her up, but I just know her too well too. Um, Yeah, but it has been such a joy having you and I pray we get to hear more of what Daphne will do in the world and I pray that this Mm -hmm. is the beginning of a launching pad who knows maybe you might start your own podcast (laughs) you know um she's a great storyteller right what did you get your degree in we don't even know oh yeah true (laughs) pharmacy pharmacy oh my goodness okay we should have started with that because that'd be not that it wasn't impressive before but now it's even more impressive wow right it's, well, it's not like just that, like that any degree right it's just like right, it's like a big right. degree it's like that's amazing way to go and how old I don't even think we said how old are you now 26 I'm 26 years okay yeah. 26 so yeah. wow well that is awesome I am blown away by you so we are at the end of our episode do um one of you want to give our challenge will give us our listeners? challenge for the week our personal challenge okay perfect <laughs> so before i do that i just want to say thank you so much for having me today and um, it was such Aww. a privilege and it's really been fun <laughs> i think when the nerves come yes! down I-, I get it i'm like yeah i'm there because yes. i love to talk <laughs> perfect so we like to hear <laughs> But yeah, um, the challenge for the week is, um, so in the areas where you're aware of your insufficiency, uh, the challenge this week is for you to boldly ask God to help you and to turn up. So Mm -hmm. in those areas where you feel like, you know, you're a bit weak or you don't know what to do, or it's just scary. You have like me, one million reasons as to why you can't do something this week believe that you you can do it and then turn up not because you have the um you've suddenly gotten the the, I don't know the sufficiency but because you're believing that God is going to help you and yeah then turn up in those areas Mm. yeah yeah I love it. And then our prayer challenge is that he would be sufficient for us that we would see him as our helper um and that kind of once you've done the challenge part of it and recognize these areas that we would just pray through that and ask that God would be sufficient for us, that he would, um, that we would turn to him for help and guidance, um, always. So those are our two challenges this week. Um, Taff, you want to pray us out? Yes, definitely. I would love to. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you that you are Jehovah Ebenezer. You are our help in time of need. So Heavenly Father, I pray that every person who has listened, whether they have laughed with us, whether they've pondered onto something, whether you have nudged their little heart to move into a place where they have, they have, um, places where they're they're not efficient, places where they feel like 
I, I can't do that. Lord, Lord I, I just can't. Lord, I pray that they would reach out to you and call out to Jehovah Ebenezer, their help, that they would step out into that thing, step out in faith, you know, even as Daphne shared that, stepping out in faith and believing in what you have called them to be. And Lord, I pray that, you know, even in that, they would know that they're called for such a time as this. They would know that you have a plan and a purpose for their lives. So Lord, would you be with us this week? Would you bless each and every person that has listened today? In your name, we pray. Amen. Amen. So thank you everybody for listening and um, we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to The Created Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to whatever platform you're listening on. You can find us at created.podcast on Instagram and also on our website, youarecreated.com. Hope you join us next week, but until then, don't forget, you are created.